1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard on a huge night of European football for Rangers. Giovanni Van Bronckhorst's side must overturn a 2-0 deficit this evening at Ibrox. Alfredo Morelos and Ryan Kent are both back from injury. Will they play from the start? And elsewhere, Celtic appear to be interested in Barcelona midfielder Alex Collado. I'm Gordon Duncan. Joining me tonight is Gordon Diel and Mark Wilson. Yeah, we're only two weeks into the season, but already we've got a huge game at Ibrox tonight. And Rangers with all to do... A different performance needed from last week. Giovanni Van Bronker says it'll be a different side that the supporters will see at Ibrox tonight and don't they need it? A lot to do. The team selection will be the biggest thing. Morelos came on for half an hour at the weekend, got his goals. Rumours are that Kent's fit. Will they too come back in and put Rangers into the playoff round? Yeah, it's an exciting night ahead for everyone going along to Ibrooks. Packed house here, Gordon. I'm sure they're very confident they can turn the result round, but I'll need to be a better performance than last Tuesday. I think Mark's right. I think uh, everybody's attention will be looking towards what the starting eleven is going to be. I do not think Morelis will start. There you go. I'm going to say it from the, right from the start tonight. I don't think he will. I think Cholak will lead the line. But it'll be interesting to hear what the Rangers fans think of that. What do the Rangers fans think? Don't disappoint the man. 0141951 I What I love about these nights in particular is when you lot are all heading out to the game. Whatever game it is, if it's a big game, you're probably in the car already. You're making your way to the stadium. Phone us. Share that journey with us. Let us know how the nerves are. Or maybe you're optimistic. Maybe you're very confident. And of course, as Gordon says, the big debates about the team. I assume John McLaughlin keeps his place in goal, or maybe you've got other ideas. Do you risk Alfredo Morelos? This is the Champions League. Is he getting pitched in from the start, or is he off the bench? Same story for Ryan Kent. What does the midfield look like? So many questions, and only you can provide the answers. 0141 951 1025. If you're sitting in the comfort of your own home watching it, that's absolutely fine as well. But of course, it's good fun to hear from those. Uh, who are out and about heading to the game One man who is already at Ibrox Is our reporter Andrew McLean Is going to set the scene for us Andrew Yeah well it is a huge task for Rangers tonight So much at stake as well They're desperate to get into the Champions League But it will take a big effort to overturn this two goal deficit One thing that will give them hope Is their big performances and results Here at Ibrox in Europe last season You look at the home games for Rangers In the Europa League knockout stages 2 all against Dortmund 3-0 win against Red Star Belgrade 3-1 win against Braga 3-1 win against Leipzig So the players and staff they, They talked so much last season About how the impact of the Ibrox crowd And atmosphere What it had on those games and that's something that Rangers are really trying to steer into tonight because they're asking fans to come along early because they're turning off the PA system at 7.30 and for the 15 minutes building up to kick off they want fans to drum up as much noise as possible in the hope that that will really drive the home advantage and another factor you guys touched on as well is returning players Alfredo Morelos coming off the bench here against Kilmarnock on Saturday and grabbing a goal you think there's a decent chance that he could be in from the start tonight Ryan Kent is also a player who tends to show his best in these European games. He missed last week's away leg and Saturday's win against Kilmarnock, but Giovanni Van Bronckhorst is hopeful he can make the squad tonight, whether that's from the bench or from the start. We'll need to wait and see, but I will bring you the full team news as soon as I get it. 
Come on then, let's hear from you 01419511025 Or Twitter at Clyde SSB Are you heading to the game tonight? Where are you? What's the journey looking like? How are you feeling? Who should play? Who shouldn't play? Just remind us Andrew of what's been said specifically about Alfredo Morelos and, and Ryan Kent yeah, well, Alfredo Morelos came off the bench, as we all know, on Saturday and got a goal. And Giovanni Van Bronckhorst, he, he was a bit cautious about Alfredo Morelos. He was still saying that, you know, he, he wasn't saying that he is going to throw him in from the start, but he has shown that he is building up his fitness. So it looks as if he will have a decent chance of starting this game. As for Ryan Kent, Giovanni Van Bronckhorst, the way he was talking about Ryan Kent yesterday in his pre-match press conference, he knows the impact Ryan Kent can have in these games. And he's going to give Ryan Kent every chance of playing in this game and he certainly didn't rule out starting Kent in this match but he has le- missed the last couple of matches he went over his ankle uh, away to Livingston a couple of weeks ago so he's trained he trained on Monday he's did a bit of light training so it remains to be seen exactly what role he will play tonight but the way Giovanni Van Broncos were talking it looks as if Ryan Kent will play some part for Rangers tonight I would expect some part what does that part look like though from the start or later on for Kent and Morelos did they both do the same is it a different plan for each of them how do you see it panning out and that's before we even get stuck into the rest of the team about whether Stephen Davis should play and who else you think should play who's been catching the eye I know there's been a a, a bit of frustration at certain elements of the performances so far this season so whatever you've got for us tonight please share it on the line one thing's for sure it's a massive night Gordon this the the cruel side of the Champions League qualifiers we're not even at mid-August yet and you've got these vital games that can not always but can make or break your season of course Rangers didn't do it last year but got to the Europa League final um, but that's the, the level of importance if they didn't make it tonight they'd be certainly very disappointed Gordon of that there's no doubt um, they've given themselves a little bit of a a mountain to climb uh, that team wasn't the worst I've ever seen I know one of our callers described them as a pub team which I thought was very oh, I think it was a glorified pub team glorified that's okay different. that's fine that's, no, that's, that's a bit better but they'll come here full of hope tonight um, against Rangers but I just think if Rangers can be patient settle into the game lift it, lift the pace of the game I think they've got players in there listen they've got a 2-0 to overturn they get that in 90 minutes they can take it to extra time you know the results you know the performances Rangers have had in the past I would be confident but they will need mm. to play to their best tonight right 0141 no point hanging around on a big night like this I'm not sure we've ever had a caller from Helsinki before I'll need to look up the call log but Andrew is in Helsinki first of all Andrew if you don't mind me asking why why are you there Hi guys, long term listener, first time caller. Um, well, this is actually mine and my new wife's honeymoon. Oh, congratulations. Oh, well done. Thank you, Gordon. Um, um, we actually booked this trip the night before Seville. I think I know where this hoping is going, right? The, elaborate. Hoping for the best. <laughs> because, because what's happening in Helsinki? Super Cup tomorrow, <laughs> Real Madrid Frankfurt. <laughs> <laughs> Are you I going? enjoy that. <laughs> tell me, please tell me you're going. No, well, we met a few Rangers fans actually as well, so it's not just us. <laughs> so outrageous. So your honeymoon was to, was to the Super Cup final that Rangers ended up not making it to? Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Was and your... he's still married? Yep. All right, well, he won't be for long. He's like, listen, James, uh, Andrew, if there's one man you don't take marital advice off in here, it's him, so don't let him uh, talk to you like that. What, what's your new wife's name? 
Uh, Heather Heather congratulations mm. I think so, I mean I take it Heather's a big Rangers fan as well To get on board oh, with massive. this madness Yeah Massive Brilliant Honestly <laughs> but, Do you know what Making the, the best of the situation I love The that. honeymoon I, I love To the that. Super Cup final That never was Yeah listen you, you, you live in hope And you make plans And I'm delighted They're all, I'd love to see them Going to the game They've got to go to the game Did you ever go Any of your many honeymoons To Helsinki uh, No No mm. no. I've been Maybe about A honeymoon one. or two Yes but not uh, Not Helsinki really Might go to the next one What's it like Andrew Is it a nice place <laughs> Actually beautiful, yeah, we've done a bit of sightseeing and stuff and then we spent a bit of t- time in uh, one of the pubs in the city centre and there was actually some Rangers fans, some Frankfurt fans and the atmosphere was actually really, really good. <laughs> yeah, I'm not alone. Nice. The worst honeymoon <laughs> all the time. You did, <laughs> your, nice? you did a bit of sightseeing in your honeymoon. <laughs> oh yeah. I don't yeah. answer that question in fact. <laughs> it's, only fa- it's only ten past six, let's wait until at least half seven before we get here. Uh, right, let's give... <laughs> this has thrown me. It's not the call I expected to kick things off. Uh, Andrew, um, are they going to make it to the Champions League before we worry about the Super Cup? Um, fingers crossed. You start Morelos tonight. I mean, you're in Helsinki. I'm sure he's a big deal in Helsinki. Alfredo Morelos, does he play from the start? Honestly, I'm, uh, I would maybe believe him, bring him off the bench, half time, 60 minutes. I mean, it seems to give the team a lift on Saturday. So. Yeah, there's obviously two ways of looking at this. Either start him and try and overwhelm. Union St. Gilois and then if he needs to come off he comes off or it's the opposite you stay in the game you maybe get a foothold and then he provides the lift at the end yeah. everybody's assuming that he's only got part of the game in him so is the impact at the start or is it at the end? It's a difficult one for Van Bronckhorst because if it goes pear-shaped and Rangers go out the Rangers fans are going to look at Morelos because he's he's such a big player for them and then pin that on Van Bronckhorst that he made the wrong decision if they go out um, so he has to get it right and if he doesn't start Morelos then it, look Cholak has to step up to the mark the others have to step up to the mark what do you he, think what's your hunch my hunch I said on Saturday if Morelos came off the game at the weekend fit he would start the game I think the gamble is worth taking I think that much relies on it that they're two goals behind if they were one goal behind Gordon if it was 1-0 I think they would have started Cholak and brought him off the bench. 2-0, you need an instant impact and your best bet is with your top striker who scores in these sorts of occasions for fun. Your best bet is with him and the team. So Andrew, no plans, no tickets yet for the Super Cup? You're just going to wait and see what happens tomorrow? Uh, yeah, hopefully try and get some to even get a couple of tickets. Um we're also in the same hotel as the Frankfurt team, which is interesting. Oh so. <laughs> Nobody will cheer. You're not, you're not be cheering them <laughs> on, surely. Don't be keeping uh, them up now. Slightly depressing, but <laughs> they don't have the, the they, don't have, they, don't, they don't have their Europa League medals round their neck, do they? <laughs> oh. I hope not. I hope not. That would be the worst. Oh, just really rubbing it. Just a I constant mean, reminder. When Helsinki honeymoon. I mean, I just I'd imagine it's, I like it. it's not I as like warm as here, and he's in the hotel with yeah. the Frankfurt but team who's <laughs> robbed him <laughs> going to the Super Cup final. These Rangers away top oh. one. Andrew, to you and Heather, congratulations again. Enjoy a long and happy. Happy marriage together, all right? Thank you, guys. Have a nice night. And you won't be as nice as yours. 01419511025 or Twitter at Clyde SSB. Is Andrew McLean still with us on the line? I think he is. Andrew, massive transfer news coming out of Ibrox tonight. 
Yeah, just a bit of breaking news. It's one that I don't think many Rangers fans will be too upset at. Jack Simpson has left the club on a permanent basis. It's an undisclosed fee that he's moved to Cardiff City. He obviously joined from Bournemouth, hasn't really worked for him at all. At Ibrox, hasn't really played too many games at all. And uh, he has left on a permanent basis to go to Cardiff City. Yeah, not massive, I was joking. No. Um, we, we barely knew him. Yeah, just uh, listen, um, he was signed and unfortunately for the boy, he didn't have enough game time, never really got time to sell in the Scottish game. He's decided he wants to without, play. Without being too unfair, presumably didn't deserve much more game time either though. No, yeah, that, no, he just, works, uh, is it not? listen, every, every signing, no matter who it is, whether you think they've got great reputations or not, it's always a gamble how they settle in at your club, how they settle in your style of football. It's not happened for him. He's uh, identified that. He wants to play football. I'm delighted for the boy and I wish him all the very best in his future. I think the Rangers fans had high hopes for um, you know, yeah. just the model coming from down south and he'd played a few games and when he came in I thought, I think the fans thought he'll take a wee bit of time to bed in but it just didn't happen and uh, of course it doesn't help see when Rangers is on that incredible run and they're not leaking many goals and he found it difficult but it's right to move on for both parties. Right, let's bring in James who's a bit closer than Helsinki, he's in Kings Park. How are you feeling about tonight James? Uh, optimistic, as probably the bird would use best to describe it. Where does that come from then? Is this about this good home record in Europe that Andrew was talking about in some of the famous nights last season? I think so. Um, obviously, you look at the results they got, you know, um, British Dortmund and stuff like that, but then I think back further and obviously the Malmo result still sort of lingers there. So um, the reason I called was just you were asking about Morales and mm-hmm. stuff. For me, the best player I've got to play, if he's fit, even if it's for half an hour, you know, he needs to start. Um, and the, the reason for that is you've got players in press conferences talking about, you know, they want to start fast. Well, the best way to do that is play your best team. Um, I think Ken obviously starts as well, but if they can start the way that they did last year in Europe, certainly on on route to the final, then I think we'll get as good a chance as any. Gordon, why is that not the tactic for you? That's a couple of people who are saying, you know, if you've only got a bit of Morelos available tonight, yeah. start him. Try, just do it from the beginning. Try and get that game heading in your direction and and see what he, see what he's got to give you. Look, I I I confess that for me, Morelos is the number one striker at Ibrox. Of that, no, no doubt. And I can I can hear the arguments. The guy's been out since March. He's come on for thirty minutes with Kamarnock. Uh, I watched a, the, a little bit of the highlights, and I know it's only thirty minutes. I think he's well behind Gordon. I think the best bet for it tonight is the impact that he will make. He'll, if if it's a bit flat, he can lift that place. Obviously, coming on the pitch, he can lift that place. I don't think he's ready to start. I think the pace of the game will be frantic, and then you flip the coin. You brought in a new striker. He scored against Tottenham in the pre-season. He was unlucky with an offside goal against Livingston. He scored in his home debut against Kilmarnock in the league on Saturday. So you've now got a guy brimming with confidence. So for me... Have you been impressed with Cholak so far? Not really, no. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm I'm, I'm going... And his overall play... No, but my my <laughs> hold on a minute. My um, my reason for saying Cholak is because I think the goal gives you so much confidence, Gordon. I really do. I think he can go in there for his sixty minutes or whatever it may be the game plan. 
I think he's a, he's a, he works very hard for the team. I think he'll take a bit of time to settle in, but his goal could change that. The confidence that gives you, especially at home, mm. especially in front of the fans, you've seen how much it meant to him. I think tonight, and I'm telling you right now, when Andrew McLean reads that team out, I'm telling you for facts, <laughs> Morelis will be on the bench. Andrew? I'll tell you what, Gordon DL for once is correct. Alfredo Morelos is on the bench for this game. However, there is a start for Ryan Kent. He comes straight into the starting lineup despite missing the last two matches. So it'll be John McLaughlin in goal for Rangers. The back four, James Tavernier, Connor Goldson, James Sands and Borna Barisic. The two holding midfielders, Scott Arfield and John Lundstrom. It'll then be Tom Lawrence, Malik Tillman and Ryan Kent in behind Antonio Cholak. The bench for Rangers... McGregor, McCrory, Yilmaz, Jack, Davis, Matondo, Kamara, Morelos, Wright, Davis, Sakala and King. There we are, James. You get the breaking news whilst you're on the line and it's not what you were hoping for. You were hoping for Morelos from the start. That won't happen. How how disappointing is that? No, I mean, I understand why. He's not, like, Gordon's not wrong in what he's saying. You know, everything he's saying, unfortunately, is correct. That I, he's no fit and he's been out for five months. But for me... He is, you know, the way the team played last year when he was in the team, he was a big part of how they played. Um, and I just think, and I, I've got nothing against the boy Cholak, like, I think he'll come good. Um, I think the criticism of him has been a bit a bit harsh, considering if you look at the games in isolation, he's not been getting great service. Um, he gets a chance at the weekend and scores it. So I just think, you know, taking an isolation, people can say, oh, he doesn't look the part. But if you look at the bigger picture, um, maybe in the next couple of weeks he'll he'll start. I don't know, showing a bit more. But look, I I fully trust um, the manager. He got us to a final last year. Do you know what I mean? Um, but I have I'm excited with Tillman playing as well. I think he's he's just a different level just now um, in terms of going forward. And our field as well, running for deep will be good. We missed that last week. I think. Yeah, I mean it's a big night then for Cholak. If that's yeah. you know, let's spin it that way and. Football does these things to you sometimes. It's this time last year that at Ibrox he knocks Rangers out of Champions League qualifying yeah. and playing for Malmo. So Rangers will be hoping he can do it in, in their jersey. Of course. I, I mean, getting a goal on Saturday obviously helps him. And it's a big call from Van Bronckhurst. Like I say, if it doesn't go to plan, then fans like James, who, who made the suggestion, play your best team and your best striker. Like I was saying, I, I'm a believer of that. If Morelos was was almost fit I would have him in there but look it, it falls to the guys who are providing Cholak with the service and Rangers have got plenty of that brave move again putting Arfield in there because you can. I know Andrew says he's going to be a sitting midfielder but he breaks the box a lot you add that to Lawrence Kent Tillman as well it's an attacking lineup, and they've got to attack right for the start I had, it, I had only one difference in that team I had Davison instead of Arfield but I'm delighted Arfield's there I went for Barisic at left back instead of Yelmaz I just thought that that was his strongest touch but I think Arfield you know my thoughts on Gordon I think he's a terrific player I think his runs are brilliant I think it's a positive move but I said to Mark on Saturday and I was correct in the fact that I just had the feeling that Morelos is going to be the impact player tonight to come off that bench if it's needing a goal or you know maybe to add to the goal he'll lift the full stadium as well and give them such a big lift Thank you James 01419511025 you've got the team Rangers fans what do you make of it is that the right team is that the right call for you would you have done something different are you disappointed Alfredo Morelos is on the bench or can you see him making an impact pick up the phone right now we'll hear from you and the Rangers manager next you 
are the voice of Scottish football. Call 0141 951 1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Mark Wilson and Gordon Dale are here. 0141951 We are on Twitter as well. At Clyde SSB Where I can see lots of reaction already uh, Coming into that Rangers team I'll quickly run through it It's McLaughlin Tavernier, Goldson, Sands, Barisic Lundstrom, Arfield, Lawrence Tillman, Kent, Cholak Which means a place on the bench for Alfredo Morelos Scotty says I know Yilmaz didn't have an amazing game on Saturday But Barisic hasn't had a good game since 2020 So Scotty has spotted some uh, some things that he would change about that team You can do the same or you can... Call us up and tell us that the manager has got it spot on. Uh, P says, at least Giovanni Van Bronckhorst went with players that can play in the last 40 yards of the pitch this time. Uh, what else have we got? At least Kent's back, says another one, 1872. Um, and Alex Sands needs to step it up again tonight. Arfield and Lawrence in midfield shows Gio's going for it. Morelos on second half for impact. Let's go, says Alex on Twitter. Let's bring in Chris, who's in Dumbarton. What do you make of that team, Chris? Is that to your liking Hi how you doing guys um, Actually on the way to the game just now um, I mean I, I tweeted the show on Saturday And I said that I thought Cholak would start purely because I think he's He's fitter as Gordon said He's you know he's got a goal now And Morelos looks a little bit off the pace But in hindsight you know, I was thinking about it again I thought well actually would start Morelos have been a better Better choice because if you think about it, if Morelos has maybe got half an hour, 45 minutes on it, say we bring him on the second half and we end up going to extra time, you've got every possibility he needs to come back off again. So, you know, I, I, I get why we're starting Cholak, but I, I kind of think we're, you know, we could have maybe looked at this another way because I, I think there's every possibility the game could go to extra time tonight um, if we have to go through. So, um, yeah, other than that, I think it's, it's as strong a team as we could have selected. I'm not massively convinced by Sands. At the in the defensive position, um, but clearly, um, we're, we're, you know, we're, we're lacking options there just now. I think you know, Suter might be away in compassionate lead just now, and um, Davies clearly isn't isn't fit enough yet. So, um, yeah, other than that, I mean, it's I think it's as, as good as we can hope for tonight. Is that well? That is the risk, isn't it? About yeah. Alfredo Morelos. It's all right saying you can bring him on for the last half hour or forty minutes. What if that half hour turns into an hour because of extra time? It's a good point. Um, I'm, I'm sure Van Bronckhurst has weighed that kind of situation up as well. Um, another point is, what if, what if you bring him on and the game's done by then? You, you've left yourself too much to do. It, like we're, Again, I said on Saturday, Cholak's been in the country for for a short period of time. Um, three competitive games, he scored in one, so it's not as if he's a bad player, but I just think tonight... With what's hinging on it You would have started Morelos And then Like Chris is saying Maybe Cholak Was a better bet off the bench Because it can go the distance So It'll be interesting Anything can happen These European nights We've seen that in the past With Rangers um, But it's a good point You make yeah, Because when you're 2-0 down Gordon That obviously I'm not, I don't know if it increases Your chances of extra time But It's it's quite an ask To then go and do it all In the 90 minutes It might take that So you can see why mm-hmm. Chris might be concerned About how you know, Morelos fits into that plan. Yeah, I, like I totally understand the, the the point of view. I totally understand what Mark's saying about starting him. I, I get that because he is a massive, massive player for Rangers, especially in Europe. I think this is a right call, Gordon. If I'm sitting there just now and I'm making that decision, that's the exact same decision I'd be making. 
Cholak would start. I think the lift that we give the boy on Saturday, coming off that pitch, I know he gets substituted, coming off that pitch with that goal under his belt, looking forward to this tonight. You get to 60 minutes and then find out exactly where you are. You look at your bench, you can use that. The manager's an experienced guy. He'll, he'll, he'll have a feel for a game. He'll have a feel for how long Morelos, of course they will. I just don't think Morelos, at the beginning of this game, it's going to be fast and furious. These games usually are. The, the atmosphere, the tempo, everything will be up. I just think that tonight, putting Cholak up through the middle and keeping Morelos is 100% the right call and nobody will convince me tonight it's not. Alright, okay. Uh, Chris, <laughs> the, <down. laughs> the, the home record in Europe last season and the big nights, the special occasions, how important do you think that will be? How likely is it that can be replicated? And how much does Malmo at this stage last year contradict some of that? Or is that a different team? I, I mean, I, I think it's a different team to, to what we had last year. Um, I think you, you can't underestimate the importance of the, the home crowd. I mean, we've seen what it did last year, and if you, as I said, if you break it down, um, Van Bronckhorst not really had a, a great record away from home in Europe. Um, actually, the, the only game we won away from home was Borussia Dortmund last year, and we, we, we didn't win any other game, even in the qualifiers. So, I think Ibrox is, is a massive factor. And yeah, you know, Malmo kind of does contradict that because it's at a similar time last season. But Malmo were halfway through the domestic season at that point. Um, you know, uh, USG are only kind of a, a game or so ahead of us in domestic terms. So it's it's going to be a big ask tonight. Don't get me wrong; it's going to be difficult. Um, it's not going to be easy. I think I think Kilmarnock at weekends actually given us a, a good bit of preparation for how USG might set up tonight. Um, in terms of they'll be very well organised. They don't need to chase the game so probably to hit in the break. So for me, it's going to be. Um, just trying to be kind of patient. Hope the crowd don't get on the on the team's back if we don't score too early, um, and most importantly, don't concede an early goal because it can really flatten the, the whole atmosphere. I think if they score early goals, certainly sounds like a good game plan. Enjoy your night, Chris. That was Chris from Dumbarton on his way to Ibrooks. Let's hear from the Rangers manager. For me, playing home games, the atmosphere is fantastic. The support of our fans is amazing. So uh, I'm sure it will be the same. We have to make make sure that our, our performance is, is better than last week because uh, I think then we can have an... Uh, then we create an atmosphere which will uh, make it really difficult for our opponent, which we have shown many times before. We always have the confidence, no matter who we play at home. Uh, so the confidence is there. Uh, as you said, we... Uh, we had our most of our, our ties were the second game at home, and we had to uh, uh, make up defeats. Uh, I think three out of four times when we were in the knockout stages. So something we uh, we are familiar of, and I know that the, the players will be will be there together with the with the fans. And um, you know we we give everything to to make sure we uh, we go through. It's something that we throw around quite a lot about you know these European nights. Mark, but given that it was so recently that the Rangers players sort of you know saw it in action, the Rangers fans probably are going there tonight with a maybe a feeling of like responsibility. Look, there are no guarantees. There are loud stadiums in which the opposition team win football matches. We're speaking about Malmo at this time last season. There are no guarantees, obviously, but throughout that Europa League run. You, you could sense it at different oh, times. Of course, you could, but it's a two-way coin. You know, the fans do their bit at the start of the game. If the team 
isn't quick to respond and give them something to continue to cheer about, then it's incredibly difficult. You know, Chris said, if, if you lose a goal early on, it flattens it, and it does, and the fans will try and bring you back up again. What what helped last season was in the big games where the atmosphere uh, was was cranked up to top notch, that Rangers players responded. You think back to the games, you know, against say Leipzig when they got the goals when they needed to get the goals early on and even back to Dortmund big moments that kept the fans on side that's what Rangers need to do so they'll react when they come out from the atmosphere and the fans behind them but they need to give the fans something to continue for the full 90 minutes and if they can get the job done over that 90 minutes great over the piece extra time Rangers have shown only three months ago that they can do that as well um, and that's where that bench that bench looks much stronger than it has done for a couple of years and that might be the crucial thing tonight I right. think I think patience is a, a massive um, gift tonight for Rangers Gordon I know Rangers fans will be desperate to get that first goal if they get that first goal right back in the tie and they want it as early as possible but they've got a lot of time to go especially at home and get two goals. This team went away from home at the weekend and lost three. So they're not coming in, in high confidence there. But let's not be kidded. If Rangers had to push too many men forward too early, get caught in the excitement of the atmosphere, and they got the part and score, this tie was, was put to bed. So patience is a big, big word for Rangers tonight. They've got to be patient and make sure that they get in the game at the right time for me. How do you think it's going in Helsinki right now? Oh, I think it's. Uh, uh, I've got to say something there. I think it'll be going very, very well. <laughs> what are you going to say? For, for, for don't, don't bother. Um, <laughs> let's bring in Nadim. <laughs> in, we'll get back to that later on. Uh, Nadim's in Livingston. Um, Nadim, I think, you know, we were speculating earlier on about what the team would be like, but we now know. We now know that there's no Alfredo Morelos. How do you react to that, and what else is on your mind? Hi, Gordon. Uh, Mark and Gordon, hope you're well. Thank you. Um, yeah, thanks to my call. Um, yeah, I mean, when I spoke to the producer earlier on, Gordon had said that I would absolutely start Morelos. Um, and, and the reason why I would start Morelos is, Mark was talking earlier on about um, about the, the last season Europa League games at, at Ibrox. Um, if, if you look at those games, especially against the, the Leipzigs and the Dortmunds and the Belgrades, you know we, we we scored quite early on, and and that's what got the that's what got the fans going, and that's what you know got the team going to, to go and score more goals, and and then obviously win win, win the games and and, and progress on. Uh, for, for for me, Morales, I mean, I, I'm, I, I I I don't have an issue with with you know Giovanni's team. I absolutely support him 100, percent especially after what he did last season. But for me, Cholak. Um, he's new he needs, he needs to be given a chance but this is a massive massive game do you know Morelos has played in big games before um, against the Dortmund you know, so, so, so he's played in that so he's used to that kind of pressure so for me absolutely I would have started with, with Morelos I'm, 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 I'm glad Ken's starting but the other, the other point I wanted to make Gordon was around um, two players really uh, McLaughlin I, I just don't understand why McLaughlin gets in ahead of, of McGregor McGregor was a massive reason that we got the, Euro, the, the Europa League Cup final last season. He's a massive reason. He's a, he's a much better shortstopper than, than McLaughlin. I've nothing against McLaughlin. I think he's a good keeper, but compared the two of them together, McGregor is a much better keeper. And the last, the last final point I'd like to make was around Sands, Gordon. I, I just feel, um, I don't, you know, I, I've no idea, you know, why Giovanni keeps playing him at the back. For me, he's not a, he's not, he's not a centre half. You bought you bought Davies in there. 
Um, to my knowledge, he's, he, he's not injured, so it must just be maybe down to lack of fitness, maybe. But if he, if he is fit, then play him. Do you know what you're saying? I have play, you need to play your best players in your best position. For me, Sands would even make the midfield, never mind being a centre half. So, um, yeah, that, that one does confuse me a bit. Mm-hmm. Let's start with that one. Um, James Sands. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, we know the backstory here. Calvin Bassey's gone for a lot of money. John Souter has been signed, but mm-hmm. is not available at the moment. So it, there may be a little bit of Giovanni Van Bronker's hand being being forced, but maybe not because, as Nadim says, you know, Davis is there, presumably not sharp yet. Mm-hmm. Have you got a concern over that area? Um, well, the only positive you can say, um, they come out of Saturday, the back four and the goalkeeper with a clean sheet, and you can hear the argument saying, well, it's at Ibrox and it's against Kilmarnock, but it doesn't matter, you can something to build on. Um, I, I, I think if Ben Davis was up to speed, the, there would only be one person in the position, Gordon. I think it is a big night for him because he has come on in for a little bit of criticism from a Rangers supporter. But listen, he's starting to get a bit of game time now. Uh, he may grow into that. He may get more confidence. We're very quick in judging players. Of course, we do it all the time. I do it myself. But um, there'll be a big night for him tonight. I don't think he can afford to make a blatant mistake um, in the hand of Oh, so Sands. James Sands. Sands. Um, yeah. On the goalkeeping situation, I know Mark's a massive fan and it just wonders why McGregor. And, and I think a lot of Rangers supporters are the same, but I think the managers looked at two goalkeepers over the, the close season, the pre-season training, the pre-season games, and McGregor is the man that takes the bench just now. So he'll just need to work hard. He'll know what like is because he held that number one position for so long. So he knows that the person sitting on the bench has got to yeah. make sure he's in the manager's mindset every day at training as well. I mean, that's just... For- Ball. I don't think Giovanni Van Bronckhorst will make a decision to try and avoid lively phone calls on here, Mark Wilson. Mm. But you just know, you know what tomorrow's going to be like if there is any remote blame that can be placed on John McLaughlin should it not go to plan for Rangers tonight. I mean, yeah. it's already some people are saying that Rangers are in this position because of last week, but then others would defend him and say he made you know good saves in that match also. But the scrutiny's Huge. Well, it comes the the tag comes with being a manager, uh, a Rangers, a Celtic, but it gets intensified, I suppose, when you've got a, a goalkeeper like Alan McGregor, where it was dragged out over the summer if he was going to stay or not. And I made the point Saturday. It was only, it was only what twelve weeks ago that he was Rangers' number one goalkeeper. So what's happened over the space of time that when he signed a contract, he gets relegated to number two. So. For the place that Alan McGregor holds in, in the Rangers fans' minds, he's he's been an incredible goalkeeper. And I think the questions are always going to be there for, for McLaughlin. The only way I suppose he can silence it is by performances on the big stage. And tonight, they don't get much bigger than this. You know, if he, he will be called upon because USG are no mugs. We, we've seen that. They're a good side when they get, get going and they're a threat. And he'll be called upon if he makes big saves at big, big moments. Then the Rangers fans will get inside. But as long as McGregor's sitting there in the shadows, the question's always going to be there. I mean, on Ben Davis, what's your take on it, Mark? I think he got half an hour, didn't he? Twenty-five <laughs> minutes in the first leg. He did only play twenty-three games across the Championship season for Sheffield United last season. I, mean, I, I, I don't think that's relevant. You know how many games you played last season? You've now signed for the club. Was it around about mid July? 
you sign for the club. So you've been at the club for a number of weeks now. This getting up to speed. What what's that? What's he been doing for the last three weeks? He was signed for these games. Well, John Suter was signed for these games, and we know the situation there. But Ben Davis was was signed to challenge for that left sided centre back place. I don't get it. Unless he's carrying some niggling injury, I would have. If I was a Rangers fan, I would have concerns about James Hans playing there. I think he's seen the first leg that it just wasn't right down that side with Barisic. And the Rangers fans going along tonight will hope that doesn't cost them. Well, we'll find out in due course, Rangers fans. Keep the thoughts coming in. Thank you to Nadim. It's a great time to call, actually, because we are going to get some travel, which means you could be up next. Let's hear from you. 0141-951-1025. This is Scottish football's league leader, Clyde One Super Scoreboard. One hour to kick off between Rangers and Union San Gilwa at Ibrox. The team news is in, so we're getting your reaction f- f- to that team news, either on the phones or on Twitter. Lots of it on Twitter. You can tell it's a big uh, night here. Demi says Kent starting, life is good again. Uh, EM says, MD want to tell me why we make a big money signing in Yilmaz to play our worst player in a very important European game. Now, I assume that's some sort of slight on Borna Barisic. That, did that area surprise you? I thought Yilmaz would have played I know he wasn't a, a world beater on Saturday But I, I could hear with that, that tweet there You know Rangers have spent a lot of money in that position he, He's an internationalist That's getting up to speed again I mean Celtic have been criticised for for numerous years Champions League qualifiers And not signing players quick enough And relying on probably getting to the group stages To entice players Giovanni Van Bronckhurst has been proactive in the transfer window he's brought players in but that position I thought might have been up for grabs I don't think Barisic has, has been that impressive recently uh, I, d- I don't think this is a decision of getting up to speed um, I think this boy's is fit ready to go I think that uh, Van Bronckhurst has looked at Barisic's experience tonight uh, in these games me personally uh, I've not seen enough of him uh, I don't think he had the greatest game in, in the world on Saturday uh, I think he's went with Barisic's experience down the left hand side I think that's the right call as well Gordon uh, Yilmaz is a lot of football still I, I, I think in his full career he's played about 60 odd games or something and this is a massive night for Rangers I know what Mark says he's been brought in good money these are the games to play in but I just look at the manager and I think he's went for experience with his two full backs he knows what he can get from them and I know that Barisic comes in for a bit of criticism from some sections Rangers fan I like Barisic I think he offers a bit I mean Mark Fleming's also on saying why the <clears throat> have we dropped Stephen Davis another good I, question or does Stephen Davis at this stage of his career become highly unlikely to play two games in three days I, or whatever the team I thought it would be written down in front of me had Davis in it as well I made the point Saturday I think um, in these games where you need to start quick and forward passing and somebody who's not afraid to take the ball um, Davis is your man but look he's went pretty attacking but Lundstrom will probably anchor that in our field and and Lawrence going forward it was was my only change there I did have Davis sitting in the middle of part I think with his experience and the way he can control the game and I think Rangers need that tonight but I'm delighted that Arfield's in there I think it's very attacking (laughs) you would be though no I just I I, I think he gives 
Rangers something different, Mark. I think that he can make make those runs that midfielders and the Golsons of this world love just finding the passes. He can get in behind mm-hmm. defences, he can cause problems and he can score goals. What do Rangers need tonight? Goals. So wow. there you go. Starting edge analysis. I love the stance that. there. He was like a politician the way he was pointing at you. That was weird, wasn't yeah. it? Right, let's bring in Scott, Rangers fan from Ock and Lock. Scott, what do you make of that team tonight, Happy? Um, I'm happy-ish. And just before I make my point, I am, I'm actually on the way to the game, so I'm oh, just going to play tunnel. Well, if we lose oh, you, we'll, we'll, he's we'll, we'll know why. He's getting um, cut off. But whilst we've got you then, tell us your thoughts on the team. Right, hey, um, I'm disappointed to go to that. Uh-oh, he's oh, just had the button yeah, bottom bottom bit yeah. when you're at the last Aye, point. Because... He'll, he'll be back in 10 seconds He'll be back Aye He'll come back on the hill Aye He's coming Six. up the hill He's coming up the hill Five Aye We Scottish get the fit doing Oh he's gone He's been off We Scottish had the fit Maybe he's stuck in traffic Because it's a big game Oh aye He'll be stuck at the bottom of the Clyde Yeah Well Well he will be Right You see the big tunnel You're going down and you go I've got a great idea Let me phone Ah, they probably me phone 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 <laughs> let, let, let me just ring in And make my point here <laughs> For, probably for five back. and a half seconds We probably phoned him back He was yeah. happy-ish He said Happy-ish Oh that it, could it mean anything what, what does he mean by that? Uh, be left waiting Just in his life <laughs> Or is that today uh, with football? I think your talking points Is obviously going to be Your goalkeeper Your full back And your centre forward I think the rest of the team Or Davis in the middle They're five And Sands And Sands They're six Can't come in Just six, six seven, seven okay. the team, right. There's a big lot There's a lot of talking points tonight I'll be honest with you Gordon As I said I had Davis in there But delighted at our field The rest of the team for me Picked itself So I'm with the manager tonight Right, okay. Um, if anyone wants to take Scott's place on the line, well, he's at the bottom of the Clyde, as Mark put it. <laughs> Sounds quite sinister. He's technically right. Yeah, keep your th- calls coming in. Stuart and Clyde Bank. Above water level, Stuart, are you alright? Can you hear us? It doesn't really sound like he's a bath. We'll see how we get on. Right, Stuart, how are you feeling about tonight? Disappointed with the team selection, to be honest. What's disappointing you? Barisic. Barisic, was that? Barisic and Sands. Right, see, Gordon, you 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 were hammering this point about yeah. experience. Um, you um, uh, you appear, and I'm, I use that word carefully. Based on the phones and on Twitter, you appear to be in the minority yeah. that, is, that is behind the decision to play Barisic instead of Yilmaz. All day long for me. But is experience not only one uh, that, no. one part of what goes into a footballer's makeup? Uh, I think Yilmaz is brought in. I think that will he eventually take over Barisic? Maybe. I think the competition's there. I think it's such a, a, a big night tonight that me personally and it's only my personal opinion obviously the Rangers manager agrees with that uh, that I would play Barisic my only worry tonight in that team is probably Sands I think the rest of the team picks itself yes you've had your arguments about up front obviously doesn't pick itself we've spent an hour and no one can agree on anything yes it does apart from up front Morelos starting (laughs) right but I went with the same as a manager and I've got to say 
I think he's right in the left back position. Imagine, I, I, imagine you're a Rangers fan going to one of your biggest games of the season. You've spent lots of money on the tickets, and you hear that the manager is thinking along the same lines as this guy. Turn around, is then. Turn around. It's hard to turn around in the Clyde Tunnel. Just stay at the Clyde Tunnel. If I heard you saying, I agree. Stuart and Clyde Bank, do you? How confident are you, Rangers? Get the job done with this team. Could go well. I'm very confident, but I'm not very confident. I'm. It could go either way. I think if they start well and get a goal early, it could go well. But the longer it goes, they don't score it. Mm, you don't sound confident, sure. Maybe in the next fifty minutes or so, you'll get there. Scott has emerged from the clay tunnel. Oh. I think Scott, can you hear us? Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for taking my call back again. Not a problem. You were saying you. I think Barisic was where we got to. You, you wouldn't have had him in the team. No, it wasn't Barisic, and I know everyone's not going to like this one, but it's Artfield. Oh, I Artfield. think Artfield. It's Artfield. And before I make that point, I think Gordon was spot on about the Morelis, so he's spot on about that. But you'll not like my opinion with this one. There's not going to be any space for Artfield to run in there. I think that's what Gordon predicted why he's in the team. I've played Steve Davis and pushed uh, Lounstrom a wee bit forward. Um, I just don't think uh, Artfield is a, is a first team player anymore. And I'm disappointed that he takes place over Jack Davis and Kamara, I really am. But that's that's pretty much it. But can I just say, I am very confident. I believe we will be 2 nothing up before half-time, and I think the score will finish 3-0. Even with Scott Arfield in the mm. team, says Scott. Well, enjoy it, Scott. Safe trip for the rest of the journey. You don't have far to go. You, I know Scott Arfield's like a... Yeah, hero to me, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say like an adopted son, but yeah. fine. Okay, hero well, if that's the way you want well, to put it. I... I, I I put my team down in paper before six o'clock tonight, and I've got to be upfront and honest. And Davis was in He's my team. He's doing a lot of being honest, though. Just tell Scott right. in particular says he wants space to run into. I I I think uh, Arfield, if you know, he's a very clever player, Gordon. He can play. He can make those runs. He can play in front of defences. He can open up. He's a good passer of the ball. He can create. I think he's a very very good player. I think he's underestimated at Ibrox. I really do. See, as a guy that's. Been in the coaching side of it and the playing side oh, of it. Goes. No, no, no. You actually appreciate people mm. sometimes when they're not on the ball because they make space I for you. They make great some runs. Rangers fans, they give you options. Some Rangers fans seem to like him more as the impact, you know, sort of coming off, coming off the bench. I, if, I if totally need be. take that on board, but I just think the manager must look at the tactics tonight and think. He could be a big part because if he didn't, then I think Davis could have mm. probably would have come in and played in the middle of the part and tried to control the game. But I just think Arfield's underrated, underrated, and I think he'll be a big game tonight. Go on, Scotty, prove them wrong. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun for the best football news and opinion online. The Scottish football. Have you not been listening to David Martindale? It's Mr. Arfield now. Not allowed to call him Scotty oh, anymore. No. Well, I'll be called a Rangers fan now. Uh, we'll see what you've got on Beat the Pundit. That's not one of the questions. Don't worry. It's 01419511025. The lines close at seven. If you want to take on Mark Wilson or Gordon Diel, and let's be honest, who wouldn't? Now is the time. The lines do close at seven, so be quick, and your chance to beat the pundit is next. Taking your calls on Scottish football. 0141-951-1025. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Mark Wilson and Gordon Diel are here at 0141-951-1025. Or you can tweet the show at Clyde SSB on a huge night, of course, for Rangers. 
in Europe. Lots of debate and discussion about the team that Giovanni van Bronckhorst has picked. There is no Alfredo Morelos in the starting eleven. He is on the bench. Ryan Kent, however, does return, uh, as you would expect. Perhaps John McLaughlin continues in goals. Yilmaz on the bench. Barisic plays. No Stephen Davis. Scott Arfield is in. James Sands plays at the back. Those are some of the main talking points. So if you want to add anything to that or change the topic completely, Now's a good time to do it. 0141-951-1025 and we'll play this first. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the Scottish slash football. Good standard last night. Good. Very good standard last night. Andy Halliday was <laughs> impressive. What was that? A seven five or a six, something like that. The caller, the caller was good. Yeah. You know, name a player that scored twice in the premiership this season. Mayoski. You must have listened last night I swear I never listened to it I actually wrote it down Because I thought it'd be one tonight No, it was on last night ah. <laughs> <laughs> He writes very little down as well I, I thought, that, I thought his that was a good knowledge from the caller And when he said that I thought this guy knows his stuff but then Halliday started and shown off and They two are good on a Monday They must be Yeah, tough to beat Aye, they Very tough best. to beat The full-time teaser must be easy for they to yeah, they, they do tend to make light work of it. Let's bring in Ryan, who's a Celtic fan from Coatbridge. How's it going, Ryan? Not bad, not bad. How are you? Not no. bad, thanks. And uh, Ryan, I understand you've got the kids with you in the car as well. Yeah, I have. They're both from sitting next to me. What are their names? Um, Cora and Nathan. Do you think the kids are going to be embarrassed and never speak to their dad again if, if he loses on Beat the Pundit? They might help them. They could be 16 uh, and help them. How old are they, Ryan? 42. Um, well, Cora, Cora's 13, Nathan's 7. Oh, I, think, I think Nathan could be dark horse I think he might be able to be listening a little more than Gordon DL put yeah, it that way yeah. it's risky though I like the strategy because you embarrass yourself oh. in front of the kids yeah. but if you get the victory well that car journey is going to be it's going to be McFlurries <laughs> and all sorts on the way home <laughs> yeah. other fast food outlets you are can't available. even slag them when we beat them um, I know you're going to have to keep it yeah. PG right anyway Tosser do your thing uh, it heads it's Mark tails it's Gordon and it is heads Mark again okay seriously I know, this guy's got his kids in the car <coughs> yeah. All right. behave yeah. yourself let yeah. him win okay good luck Ryan good luck to you as well yeah. thanks. thanks let's give Mark some play two to listen to so that he can hear Ryan answers we'll put 30 seconds on this clock Ryan pretty straightforward just answer as many as you can and if you don't know pass and we'll move on to the next one okay Perfect. Right, let's go. 30 seconds on the clock. Your time starts now. Emerson Heinemann had loan spells with Rangers and which other Scottish top flight club? Hibs. Name any Japanese player currently at Celtic. Kyogo. Who is the current Dunfermline manager? John Hughes. Name either Scottish top flight side who's conceded the most goals so far this season with five. Um, Scotland. How many current Scottish top flight clubs has Kurt Broadfoot played for? Three. Name any player manager across the entire SPFL. Mm. Pass. Okay, let's bring Mark back. So where does experience see watching you three? You know, you've got Daz there puzzled at everything. You've got Callum I mean, giving faces like off, though. and you're just smiling. I thought Ryan's good. That's all I'm going to say to you. Oh, is it? Are you ready? Same set of questions, shall oh, we? Yeah. Emerson Hindman had loan spells at Rangers and which other Scottish top flight club? Hibs. Name any Japanese player at Celtic. Kyogo. Who is the current Dunfermline manager? Uh, pass. Name either Scottish top flight side who's conceded the most goals so far this season with five. Uh, <laughs> Kelly. 
How many current Scottish top flight clubs has Kirk Broadfoot played for? Three. Name any current player manager across the entire SPFL. Uh, Reese McCabe. Oh, Ryan. And children. What's the verdict? <laughs> I think we've done it. I think we've pipped them. <laughs> oh no. Let's <laughs> find out. confidence. He wouldn't be that confident in front of his well, kids if he wasn't I sure. must admit, straight away, when he got Emerson Heinemann, I knew we had a, a player on our hands because Emerson Heinemann's ah. Hibs spell was not that memorable, maybe. It was, well, it was short anyway, uh, but you both got it. Well, mm, like, to be fair, yeah. Um, Ryan, your kids are listening. But then this was ludicrously easy, wasn't it? Kyogo, Maeda, Idiguchi, Hatati. Mm. I think you both went for Kyogo to all the Dunfermline manager, Jim James Mc... McPake. Jim? No one ever calls him Jim. <laughs> Jim McPake. <laughs> nah. Nah, James I have blank. I can see that. Did Ryan um, get that? No, he did not. So it's two all. Name either Scottish top flight side who's conceded the most goals so far None. with five. Ryan, just to tell you and the kids how it works in here, we've got the league table on a massive uh, bit of paper on the wall. Didn't see but that. The only thing bigger than that bit of paper is Gordon Dale's beak. So he managed to stand in front of it and block it from Mark Wilson's view. Yeah. You're, a, you're on Ryan's I, side. I helped Ryan in the family. Ross County or St Mirren and Ryan got it Daddy. 3-2 oh, and how many current Scottish top flight clubs has Kirk Broadfoot played for Rangers Kilmarnock St Mirren that's three you both got it oh no so Ryan stays in front name any current player manager in the oh, SPFL yeah. he had the choice of Gary Irvin Willie Gibson Jamie Hamill Reece or Reese McCabe Ryan he's equal <laughs> I'm in a tiebreaker. On the tiebreaker, here is the deal, Ryan. I'll ask the question, yeah. I'll get Mark to write his answer down, and I'll then invite you to give me your attempt, okay? Okay. The question is this. Mark Wilson, get ready to write it. How many Australian players are currently signed to Scottish Premiership clubs? Oh. Go, write it down. That's easy. How many Australian players are currently signed? Go. Okay. Oh. Ryan, what's your guess? Um, I'm going to say... Ryan, hurry up. Ryan's gone three. It's more than three. By the way, save it's three. Because it took a, a long time there. That, it's kid, more than three. that kid beside him's Googling that. <laughs> You're joking. You'd you have to go through every squad in the league. <laughs> Dad, how do you spell Australia? <laughs> uh, anyway, we've got a three from Ryan, a seven nah, from Mark Wilson. I'm absolutely devastated <laughs> to say that it's 11, Ryan. Oh! I think there's about three or four at Hearts alone, isn't there? And then a few. Oh, Ryan, do you know what? It was such a good effort. Um, Cora and Nathan as well in the background. Yeah. Well done for taking part. Enjoyed having you on. Thank you. Thank you. Bye, guys. Bye. You. Let's stay at you. Celebrate. The kids are heartbroken there. I could hear <laughs> I them know. crying in the back I, I of the car. Care. I really exactly. don't care. It's all about my hundred percent record that I've got. It's a tough. It's a tough lesson for aye, Ryan aye, tonight in the family. School. I don't like the big man in front of the kids, that's all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't ah. come on here. Ryan's got the radio yeah. switched on. I, like <laughs> Ryan. I like Ryan's style. Ah. Ryan seemed like a good guy. He went about his yeah. business professionally. Knew his stuff as well. He did. Yeah. He did. Just come up. Well. Ryan, this is a <laughs> hard question. A call to arms for you listeners. We have played 12 games of Beat the Pundit in this new season, and only once has the pundit been beaten. Oh. So we need to up our game, and it starts tomorrow. 
Call back on Thursday. It'll be these two dafties again. It'll give you a good chance. But seriously, one in twelve at the start of the new season. And just to let you know, I've got a hundred percent record. Played one. It doesn't matter. Listen, mm-hmm. you forget just that. Just asking. See, that's what I said last no, year. No, I was and just I asking. Shot down in flames. One hundred. Percent. <laughs> well, everyone does. Nearly everyone does. <laughs> Apart from Simon. Apart from <laughs> That's the <laughs> <a> point. That's <laughs> uh, a poor showing. Poor showing for the public. Even Hugh. Yeah. <sighs> Even Hugh. He did the. Um, whose celebration did he do the last time on Drogba? I can't even remember what it what was. Is it Drogba one? Um, so yeah, he's, his knees. Yeah, he's <laughs> <laughs> Can you see knees? Trousers with carpet on the back up. His cords have got things <laughs> scuffs out the front. He's got knee patches. Drogba used to sort of do this. Yeah, yeah. He used yeah, to go that one. That was weird, that. Aye. Things you never thought you would see. <laughs> um, I must admit. Anyway, beat the pundit back at the same time tomorrow That's night. Good. I enjoyed that victory. I was a good. Uh, do you know fought. what? I was very impressed with you, Tanks. Thank you. You get off to a ropey sort of is though the standard has actually been quite good I mentioned it was a, I think a 7-6 for uh, Andy last night same again for Roger the previous week mm. that was close you've been taken to a tiebreaker so the listeners are actually good but it hurts me to say pundits have just come back looking sharp yeah. after pre-season yeah, yeah. We're, we're on it mm. we're on it a smart bunch exactly especially a Tuesday Thursday now there's no mm. there's not many they, they phone lines however we'll go what is it? I've got a confession to make because I said I wouldn't. Right, I said I wouldn't do it, and I did last night. <laughs> I told the nation about the whole mac and cheese debacle. When did you tell I that? Told it last night. I managed to keep it in all weekend. That's uh, that's progress. Look, and I, it just, because the reason is Martin Boyle was speaking about macaroni and cheese. No way. <laughs> was he was. It? That's what he was having for his pre-match. Was so, it? Was it the same time as me? So for for any for those who didn't listen last night, I mean, where were you? Um, but for those who didn't listen, Gordon Deal genuinely and Mark Wilson as my witness, we were on the golf course, and he was querying whether mac and cheese is in fact simply macaroni cheese, which everyone on the planet knows, of course, it is no, that's no, ridiculous. No, see, see, that is a ridiculous Mark, story. Is that, put, that is exactly you how put it went down. That's exactly false it, information out there. You know, you knew where I was going. I was going to a, a real nice steakhouse, right? So I thought mac and cheese might be the name of a nice steak with cheese on top of it. <laughs> a steak called Mac. <laughs> the cow's name. Mac Fillet. A mac called Mac. Do you know what's worse about that? I see rather than just sort of hands up. It's the way that he's trying to oh, it was when he asked it, he asked me. Is mac and cheese just macaroni with cheese? I just looked at you thought, what? It kept coming back. One of them that kept coming back to me, you know, uh, in my head over the weekend. It's just not right. I don't know anyway, how you've survived this long in your life. percent record and beat the pundit. Thank you. That's all that matters. That's all Barry is a Celtic fan on the line. Uh, what's your point tonight, Barry? Uh, hi, guys. How's it going? Um, it's just about the, um, the save Joe Hart made at the weekend at one each against Ross County. I don't really think it's got the kind of credit I think it deserves. Um, he's right behind the wall. The ball is absolutely scaled at him, and he manages to pull off a one-handed save. Guys, that is what to see me. That is a world-class save that could have easily changed this way of the game. He didn't even get in the Super Scoreboard Team of the Week. Oh, I know. Tell I thought, me about it. I thought that would have got him in it, um, but man, what a save! Um, my, my, my other point was Let's deal with that first I'm delighted Because this is the first time We've had someone dig up The, the team of the week uh, That's why I got a little bit excited Who got the goals? Um, Shamal George of Livingston Who did keep a clean sheet Yeah oh, Well done Against 
Dundee United at Did he make any saves? No idea um, but, yeah, Look Barry's right no, See, he see he seen the, the Joe Hart save It was exceptional At a time in the game That if that goes in Then the game takes on An entirely different look But I think it took a wee nick as well Did it On the way through And the, the reactions to get across Because he's, he's hit, the boys had it for Probably just about 19 yards 20 yards So very little time But what a save I agree with you Barry It was sensational Barry is he Because of all the Attacking intent and the way that the goals are spread throughout the team is he's does he go a bit unnoticed at times? I think he does. I mean, obviously, it's when you're at Celtic Park, done during Aberdeen, apart from Johnny Hayes' chance, he never really kind of laid a glove on Celtic. But obviously, when when these things do come across, you know, it's good that, good to know that you've got a guy that you can rely on. Something that Celtic haven't had since I think Craig Gordon. Um, so I, it's, it's definitely you know it's a it's a plus, big plus. Yeah, Gordon, is that debate because it's they can be very quiet. Let's be mm-hmm. honest, Rangers and Celtic goalkeepers can be extremely quiet. It can be a lonely position, but I guess you need to be ready for those odd moment that comes up. That might have been a good example at the weekend. Yeah, it was a good example, Gordon. Concentration levels, it's quite easy to, you know, think, well, I'm not going to have a lot to do here because in the first half especially, Celtic had, what, 83% of the possession. So he wasn't called on too too much. Uh, but look, he's, a, he's an international goalkeeper. He's a top quality goalkeeper. These are the saves that he's been brought in to make. And also the fact which I think's helped him is he's got a guy sitting on the bench that's a very, very good goalkeeper that, you know, he knows that if he's not in the top of his game, Seacrest can easily come in there and mm. really make a claim for a number one. But Joe Hart's been an excellent signing. Fantastic. And listen, he'll make mistake, um, saves like that because he's got that in his locker. Uh, Barry, I know you had another point. Take it away. Yeah, it's just basically... When the guys were saying about, you know, starting at 11, I, I tried for one on Saturday, but I never got on. The, the, the starting at 11, it was, I think it was the Celtic squad that won that game against Ross County. It wasn't the starting at 11. And that just, at last, it shows the strength and depth that we can, we can if Maida's not having a good game, we can bring on Abada, we can bring on Giamakis, give us a different dimension. Um, I'm just, you know, because... Let's face it, I mean, Ross County are going to make it hard for us. They're going to make it difficult, especially when they got their, their equaliser. Six minutes to go, they're maybe thinking, you know, this is it. But we, we kept going. We made, Ange made the right subs at the right time. And it's just, it's, it's good. Because last season, I don't think we maybe would have got a, a victory. I think we would have had to have settled for a point. But now we've got, you know, these guys that came, they don't have to start. They, they come off of the bench and make a big impact. Mark? Yeah, well, Ange Postacoglu made the point when I was reading the papers on Saturday <laughs> that, you know, a starting 11 that he picks for one game doesn't necessarily mean that's his strongest team for the full season. Everybody will play their part. And I, I, I was there on Saturday for all to see. I mean, Maeda, we chatted about him again that I think Abad is unlucky to find himself on the bench. But does he silk? No, he comes on at half time, he makes a real impact, scores a good goal. Same as Jakimakis, I mean, he's every right, his strikers are usually like selfish to sit there and think, I should be playing. But no, he comes on and he contributes and he makes things difficult for a Ross County defence. So the bench is full of that. Um, whether it stays that way for the full season, you'd be very lucky because you will get injuries players will drop out and that bench will look a bit weaker because those guys on the bench will obviously need to come in but at the minute that Celtic squad looks really strong Mm. Uh, Speaking of which Barry I don't know if you've seen reports today 
about Celtic making an inquiry to Barcelona for Alex Collado, a sort of you know a winger can play anywhere across that sort of area. I don't necessarily expect you to know loads about him at, at this stage, but is that well, I don't know, maybe you do, maybe you've looked into him or generally speaking, is that another area you would expect Celtic to go and strengthen in? I don't really see the need. I think we're top heavy with midfielders, to be honest with you. Um if I was going to sign MD, it would it would probably it would probably be I would try and get a jetty out the door. Um, I know it's easier said than done and maybe bringing another striker um, because I know Diogo and Jamakis they, they both shared their injuries last year and round about the, we, we played Livingston away and you, you could tell that we were kind of burst ideas at that point so if you, I know it's very hard to keep two strikers on the bench happy especially in Scotland but if we can get somebody in that would be great What do you think Mark so attacking midfielder Bit of a broad term, but that's the sort of area you'd be looking at. He's 23 years old. I think he's played twice for Barcelona's yeah. first team. As I think everyone knows, they have problems and then some at the moment. So you expect lots of different players to maybe leave. And uh, yeah, it looks like along with the likes of Olympiacos, I'm sure it yeah. was, and some others, Celtic might well be interested uh, in Alex Collado. Well, I, I would agree to a certain extent with Barry. Is it a priority position? Probably not because uh, of what Celtic have got at the minute. But like, if you don't play for Barcelona unless you're a real good player. And we've seen with Jota, what Jota brought to Celtic. And if you can add more quality into that area, you get you've got the finances there to do it. And the player wants to come. I think you go ahead and do it. I think you you get as much competition in that area as you can. I'll say it again: is it priority? Probably not. But the boy's obviously a good player. Yeah, as a manager, I think you'd be delighted that you're getting backed with that. I don't think that Celtic need a lot to add to the squad. I think they've got a big squad. I think they've got good quality. I think they've got good cover in most positions. I know that I said for weeks and weeks, if if I'm a manager and I got offered another striker, I'm certainly taking them. I know the arguments, well, how how you got to keep three strikers of that quality happy? You look at the Midland Park, there's so many quality midfield players and there are only three positions up for grabs. So as a manager, you've got to manage that. You've got to man-manage that. And the, the Postacoglu is very good at that. But I agree with Mark. I think, I think if Celtic back you, uh, your board backs you, and you look at this lad and you think this lad is full of quality, you don't knock that back as a coach. You bring him in and um, hopefully add something to Celtic midfield. Thanks, Barry. Nice to hear from you. 01419511025 was the number Barry called on, so please do join him. We'd love to have you. And we've got a full-time teaser. That's when you provide the questions and the pundits try, underlined, to come up with the answers. That's coming next. Number one for football in Glasgow and the West. 0141 951 1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Kick-off fast approaching at Ibrooks. 20 minutes to go Rangers against Union Saint-Gilois of Belgium 2-0 down from a very disappointing first leg and really have to overturn that tonight to take a step forward in their Champions League journey uh, a tough tie lies in weight as well of course Monaco or PSV mm. um, so sorry I'm, I'm desperate for a teaser tonight. He's telling you how to do your job, oh, Gordon. He, he interrupted you <laughs> mid-speech to get you to tell him the teaser. I've got my pen and my pen, so oh. uh, my pen, my pen, so my pen, my paper, waiting. So impatient, right? Go on then. <laughs> Since on. you asked so kindly, uh, the teaser tonight uh. sent in 
You two have gone worldwide this evening. Where oh. was the first caller? Helsinki. Oh. Uh, Chris is in China. Of all places <laughs> Hold on Guangzhou Who's listening to us in China? Chris is in Guangzhou, China Right Chris, come on, give us your best And he's sent a question in to you Since 2016 Rangers and Celtic have signed Seven players over the age of 35 So 35 and older Who are the seven that Rangers and Celtic have signed Since 2016 I'll take one each Davis. to kick us off Stephen Davis mm, Apparently not You sure second time Ryan? Mm, nope Christian Daly Since 2016 Since I actually wrote 2016 then as well <sighs> Aye. It's, a, it's a tough school this Joe Hart? No Are Joe Hart younger than But when he signed When he what, signed so I when, assume he was yet Listen to the question Mark well, if he's dishing out that type of you know what I mean. information, <laughs> advice, yeah, he's, he's he turned thirty-five in April. So who, when he's you, Davis, no, Joe Hart, and Davis is not one. Oh, I'll launch a live stewards inquiry for you as well. Stephen Davis is currently thirty-seven. Yeah, and obviously he was signed what in the summer a few years ago. So right. So not him The lad that played centre half for Portugal Is it Alves? Oh Bruno Alves No it's not is it Is it? Do you want him or not? Yeah Rope him in Yes well Bruno done, Alves Well done um, Clint Hill Yes he was 37 uh, uh, When he signed Okay we'll leave it there now That's Chris in Guangzhou China Now you don't have to send him from quite that far away We'll take Bailison Coatbridge Bells Hill Greenock Whatever Doesn't need to be all the way from China uh, Send it in To his full time At Clyde1.com I like it when the listeners take part as well Ian Beattie in as quick as you like He's already got Clint Hill He's along the same lines as you it's, it's Mark him. Wilson I don't know how that makes him feel mm. It's not, not one you would, you would want to be involved with um, But yeah if you want to have a wee think Come up with a question Send it in And we'll try and use it on the show That's the beauty of it Full time At Clyde1.com you know, the phone lines were genuinely red hot at the start of the show. Loads of people on their way to the game. I think they've all now gone into the game. So producer Callum's like phoning people back. I can see it happen. <laughs> they were all desperate to get on, and now they've went <laughs> DL or pre-match yeah. Bovril. I know yeah. what I'm. I know what I'm choosing. They're here. on the Clyde Tunnel. Yeah. Well, the thing is, they said they were turning the PA system, system off, weren't they? That's right. You ah. had to be in by half past seven. Sure. The PA system's apparently going off. To allow the fans to create their own atmosphere. That's not a bad thing. The PA systems are too loud nowadays. The rubbish that they play in them. You're as sounding well. more and more like Hugh Evans every day. I, I think know, it's but they, they are. What have you got against PA systems they're, they're as a concept? Loud. They're too loud. They, there's no need for the volume to be that. I, I bet you there's people out there who you agree used, with me, you especially the guys who go out and, and do the reporting for us. You used to be a young. Man on yeah. this show, you, like you were the young, you were now. the young pundit. I was. Are you I? feeling threatened now because like Halliday and Bartley? Ah, that's right. I'm not a younger you pup. Ah, I didn't think of that because I still feel young. When are you forty? <sighs> Can't be long now, surely. Uh, no, two years. Well, a year and a half. No, two years. I'm looking forward to that. Where are we going? <laughs> oh, Fort William, Oban, up and down the hills. We'll have an exciting <laughs> time. Because I told, because <laughs> I told him I went to Oban <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> Then what's up with that? We've already had this conversation. What is up with that? It's the school holidays. Oh, my. Oh, no. Nah, listen, I need to get a shout out to my son. Oh, here he goes. Oh, you're a shout out. Shout out to my son. He'll be mortified at this. Yeah. I know he will what's be, but name? I don't. 
Jacob and listen, listen. Uh, exam Jacob. results day I saw this yeah, on yeah. Seven, well done seven A's well done, well done. I, listen I'm how taking some of them for how myself anybody <laughs> who's listened to beat the pundit over the last few years homeschooling mate I told you that year of homeschooling this man, served this them man well. was a, nearly an English teacher he told us no it was a history teacher history, was, oh, was it history yeah, it was some sort of teacher yeah. I, think, I think also think the word nearly is doing a lot of heavy lifting there I don't think it was that near I might try and take some of his A's and put them on to my my certificate but well done to him yes well yeah, done yeah. well done obviously doesn't get it from his his dad that's for sure um, well to be we should maybe get the wheels in motion for, for his 40th your 60th oh, was good you don't remember I, any of it I so. would I would look I would. <laughs> <laughs> so annoying that night oh he? me and him went out for a wee Anyway, right, we can also yeah. football, football, football. <laughs> but let's let's talk football if you don't mind it. Let's hear a bit from John Lundstrom. A lot of the talk about you know this atmosphere and trying to to make it the fortress, if you like, and help Rangers on. Here's what he had to say. Of course, after big nights in Europe, we talk about it. I think it's not just does the not just does that talks about it. The whole the whole country does. The whole UK talks about the the atmosphere. At Ibrox and all of Europe talks about it. So not not only us, but we certainly need it again. We're under no illusions. It'll be a, it'll be a tough night for us to to overcome the two the two nil deficit, which we only put ourselves in that position. So, but there's no reason there's no reason why we can't with with that fan base behind us. Yeah, he he seems like one who who bought into all of that last season, Mark. In terms of you know big performances spurred on by big crowd reaction and that kind of mutual appreciation of, of what can go on in these big nights yeah he certainly reacted in the right way because he, he had a wee bit of an up and down start when he came to Rangers but in those big games at the tail end of the season he, he seemed to thrive in them obviously he gets his goal that endears him to Rangers fans even further but you know he's the type of player I think that thrives on occasions like tonight where you're maybe up against it Maybe some people write you off, and he really drags the some of the players through. I thought he was a real leader, actually, in the tail end of the season. That's quite difficult to do when you come to the, the club and you've only been there a season. He looked like, apart from Tavernier and Goldson, uh, McGregor, he was the one that was driving things forward. So, big night for him tonight. Yeah, good player. Um, he settled into the, the role very well now, Gordon. Uh, he was used in the, the defence as well. He can play a few positions. He's just playing with a lot of confidence. Obviously, fans love him. Um, that helps as well. His performances in Europe has been very, very good indeed. And he'll need a big one tonight. He'll need to drive Rangers on from the middle of the park because they need to really be at it from the first whistle to get through this very difficult time. Uh, yeah, let's see if we can get one more the teaser before we take yeah. a call we're looking for since 2016 Rangers and Celtic have signed seven players over the age of 35 who are they you've got Bruno Alves and Clint Hill let's try and get one Alan McGregor yes do you know the thing is right so remember Ian who sent in Clint Hill he mm. also got Alan McGregor and he's already out he had passed the phone to his wife Sandra to send it in and he's raging because she took too long and that allowed Mark Wilson to steal in and, and get it oh. before so he's already <laughs> Sandra's let, let, in trouble let it go on record that Alan, go. He, he knew Alan McGregor before you two right, <laughs> right um, okay. we'll no, leave it there plenty of time you've got what, four to get and maybe Mark's got one 20 minutes or so to get them Ooh. we'll get them in the next I've not got yeah, one we've got a bit of time don't worry let's bring in Jeffrey, who's on the line Jeffrey Rangers getting the job done tonight or not um, I would say yes if Morelos gets on the park at some point. I thought he might have started the game, but I want to sort of is, is VR in, in uh, play tonight? Does anybody know? 
Yeah, it will be because last week, uh, yeah. of course, the whole Connor Goldson <laughs> penalty <laughs> debacle. So I, don't, I, so I don't know how that makes you feel, Jeffrey, because it, it worked a lot for Rangers last season. Um, maybe not against Dortmund at home. Of course, last week was quite something different. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it was just unfortunate um, um, with the manager's um, choice of team. I would have had. Um, um, our field on from the start because he makes that. Oh, he's in. Don't you worry. He's in, Jeffrey. He's in. He's in the team tonight. So you and Gordon DL are both delighted about that. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, he makes a difference when he when he when he plays in the team. I, I just can't understand why he didn't play him last week. Um, and also VR, I think might be a hindrance when it comes in um, when we bring it in. Because what what does a player need to do? Does he have to stand straight um, in the penalty box and try not to handle it? Because it all happened so quick. Um, it's just, and then he um, goes and got big for it. I mean, it was just adding insult to injury. Yeah, last week was. It should be a lesson to us all, Mark, about what to expect when VAR comes in. This notion. We see it all the time that everyone out there thinks it's going to help their team because everybody's convinced that their team gets the raw end of the deal mm-hmm. from referees. And don't worry, VAR is going to prove that they get decisions in their favour and we don't. That's yeah. how everybody feels already. Take a look at that last week. Who can even begin to try and explain that? It, it seems to actually go against the wording of the rule, never mind any sort of interpretation of it. How many examples do you want? Take a look at the penalty that Brighton got denied at the weekend. <laughs> yeah. You know, with VAR in the biggest and supposedly best league in the world with their full-time referees and all the rest of it. It, it just still it still comes down to interpretation and and knowing the rules. And you expect at the Champions League and the Premier League in England for the guy in charge of the game to to know the rules inside out. Now we'll, we'll chat about the Rangers one, but. Just looking at that on the screen, how many times did that replay over and over again and you couldn't get a clearer view, but he, he still interpreted that as a penalty kick. Now that's worrying, That's that comes down to officials. I think VAR is a good thing. In the long run, it will be a good thing. But if the officials aren't up to standard, they're, they're always not going to be up to standard. If you know what I mean, you can train them as much as you want, but they will still make mistakes that will be... Even more infuriating, a VAR wasn't in. That's that. That is just what's going to happen. But the majority of the decisions will be correct. Uh, for anyone who's interested at the moment, PSV nil, Monaco nil. That appears to have started already. I think that was a half Absolutely. seven kickoff, uh, one one on aggregate. Mm-hmm. So it's still up in the air. Because we said we were thinking about sending you because you know Monaco's your type of place. Oh yeah, I like Monaco. But I'm just wondering you in the sort of boat shoes. White chinos, maybe a big bit of linen. That's not that is I like gonna, the linen. That's, but that's Shorts not going to work in Eindhoven. Some no. people would say it won't work anywhere, but I can't see you walking through the streets of. Is, in, is Eindhoven not quite an industrial place? I mean, I've never been, but in my limited uh, knowledge, you in white chinos walking through Eindhoven. Well, I can, I can adapt. Work. I can dress to for occasion, Gordon. Uh, hold on a minute. You don't like going abroad. Why is why is he going? He, he, you would hate it. You you hate. 
travelling abroad you said I would probably just go to I, I love football I love watching it so if I have to probably <laughs> this is the guy that struggles to even go <laughs> two streets away to Fur Park <laughs> leave early for the traffic he, he go would go Eindhoven. to Monaco or Eindhoven and leave at 60 minutes well, I went to beat to, the traffic I went to Melbourne and never kicked a ball um, but uh, yeah, listen that'll be very very close and it'll be you know I don't think Rangers will even be bothered with that just now they've got a, a job to do and they've got to do it tonight speaking of going to Australia to try and reignite a struggling football career Wow. Like that, yeah, yeah, like that, great, yeah. Like that link. great link. Just these you know, do you know where this is going? Just fall on your lap sometimes. He uh, doesn't know where this is, going. this is yeah, going. Yeah, do actually. Who? Lee Griffiths. Yeah, you are not as daft as you look. So the former Celtic and Scotland forward has signed a short-term deal at an Australian semi-professional side in the third tier at Mandura City. Did you ever come across them in your two um, weeks? No, you I, never, well, I was in the top tier uh, with Ange. Um, but, listen, Lee Griffiths has decided to go there. I wish him all the very, very best. It'll be interesting to see how he does over there in the third tier of Australian football. I mean, it's got to be difficult for him. A lot's been said. It's what we've... Five five years ago this summer is Lee Griffith's day. Yeah, England two free mm. kicks on Quite. top of the world, etc. It's a, a bit of a complex one that would take hours probably to pick your way through. Never mind ninety seconds or whatever. I'm going to expect you to do it in, but in the broadest sense, it's that's quite a it, like it is quite a footballing decline, and there will obviously be multiple reasons for that. Some will be Lee Griffiths' fault Some he might feel hard done by Some he might feel out with his control Whatever um, But yes yeah, I, I think it's always sad when you see a, a player His ability um, Drop to that level And especially at this age I think when How old is he Matt? 31. He must be th- uh, early I, I, 30s I'm with you there I, Look he's a talented boy um, He can score goals Sometimes you lose your way in football And we've all been there But I totally agree with Mark. I hope it works for him, but I still think he's got a lot to offer the boy. The, the baggage that he carries. The problem is, right, but what, what does that mean? Because loads of people agree in the broadest sense and mm. they want to agree and they know the talent, but that is, that is a player who was, who was at Falkirk last season. Mm-hmm. So that, this notion that he can definitely got something that he, to give in a football sense, have a, it's hard to... You always have ability. He, he will, he, he, because you don't lose it when you've you've got a left foot like him and, and a goal scorer like him. But the baggage he carried, the the constant question marks about his actual fitness when he was on the pitch, it just caught up with him. And uh, you know, in this kind of market where the smaller clubs are, are so careful about every penny they spend, they were just unwilling to take a risk on him. You looked in the, those leagues from the Championship to League One, League Two. You think somebody would have said? come on in and, and you'll do a job for us but they were just so wary of the situation so a real shame thanks a lot to Geoffrey who was on the line there since 2016 Rangers and Celtic have signed seven players over the age of 35 you've got Alan McGregor Bruno Alves and Clint Hill I'll take one more guess each we're doing well going down the Rangers DeVries Doris DeVries well done I hold on a minute who gave you that me no you did not hurry up. hurry up so it's a team I'm game going to go um, who did I have written down <sighs> Turi Celtic Colo Turi well done yeah. we'll get the rest of the answers and kick off at Ibrox is next you are the voice of Scottish football call 0141 951 1025 
Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Almost showtime at Ibrooks. All the pre-match talk, all the debate about who should play and who shouldn't play, all the atmosphere that the Rangers fans are trying to build, all of that is about to make way for a very important football match. Rangers find themselves 2-0 down against USG of Belgium. By the end of the evening, they will either be on to face PSV or Monaco, or they will be out and into the Europa League. Just before it kicks off, what's your gut telling you? Are Rangers doing this? Yeah, I think they will. Um, I think they might have to go to extra time going. Do you know we're on till then, by the way? Just I'd, I'd, Yeah, I'm, I'm delighted. I'm going to sit in the office and watch a game. Or not, just in case anyone, I don't want to falsely advertise. People the heat going, oh no, don't have to listen to these again. The heat in this studio, there is no <sighs> chance. We couldn't, we, we, we couldn't. Uh, it's ridiculous in here. Tropical. Um, Mark, a ranger doing it tonight? I said last week, I, I thought they, they should have enough to overturn this. The start, I mean, it's as a cliche now, but the start is so important. I brought, said earlier on, the crowd will create the atmosphere, but the Rangers players have to start well to keep the crowd on side. I think they will. 3 0. Wow, 3 0. But you think extra time? I, I think it may go to that tonight, Gordon. Uh, I think they'll need to be patient. Um, you know, listen, I think if he says to them right now, 2 0 after 90 minutes, we'll take this team to extra time at home in front of 50,000. Strong bench. Strong bench. Okay. People that can come on and change a game. People that can get you goals. Uh, yeah, I would be very confident. If they lose a goal, they're out. Yeah, let me remind you of the team. We are underway, by the way, at Ibrook. So John McLaughlin continues in goal, a back four of Tavernier, Goldson, Sands, and Barisic. Lundstrom, Arfield, and Lawrence in midfield. Right. Davis, no, oh, I'm. St- I've started reading the subs. I'm, the, yeah. heat, the heat is getting to me. <laughs> Tillman, <laughs> Tillman, Kent, and Cholak. Can you something wasn't right there? Uh, the subs: McGregor, McCrory, Yilmaz, Jack, Davis, Matondo, Kamara, Morelos, Wright, Davis, Sakala, and King. Um, so yeah, it's a lot, a lot to consider. Lots of options for Giovanni Van Bronckhorst. Um, and all that debate about whether it was the right team or not, we're, I guess we're about to find out. Yeah, um, you get paid to make big decisions when you're a, a football manager, especially tonight, uh, the importance of the game, Gordon. I know that other supporters going along the game maybe thinking, well, the left-back position, centre-back, Davis and, you know, Morelis up front. We all have that debate. We we'll love it. That's why we love the football. But at the end of the day, it's down to one man. He makes that decision. He lives and dies by it. Um, this is a big game for him tonight. Me personally, I think he's got it right, especially in the centre forward position. I think Morelis can come on and make such an impact for them. So it'll be interesting to see how this pans out. But they just need to be patient. Don't get too carried away. If they be patient, they play the ball quickly, I think they'll open this team up and I think they will create chances and get goals. Um, I mean, Mark, we do always make a lot about a fast start without stating the obvious to a ridiculous extent. A 90 minute game it was, you know, so what if Rangers scored the first and the 55th minute you know that, that's still time with that crowd behind you is it not it is but the, you know you're going to half time still now now the crowd get a wee bit restless look I've been on that pitch before you go off you hear the murmurings for the crowd whether if you start the way Rangers started their European games last season and they get a goal you can actually f- see teams get into their shell and you could see Rangers just taking control of the game and battering the 18-yard box time and time again. I think that's the kind of performance Rangers need tonight to to show their intentions early on. 
And if they can get a goal within that period, then you know the crowd just lifts even further. So that's what Van Bronckers will be after. But that is right. I mean, some brave decisions in there. He, he's got a strong bench. I think the majority of that Rangers crowd going along tonight, if you had to ask them to write down their team, how many would have Arfield in that side? I don't know if there'd be many, but the manager obviously thinks that he's worth a start tonight for for the reasons that probably does give, that he breaks the box, he scores goals, he's inventive. So Tim will tell if it's the right decision. Uh, how would you expect the visitors to approach this, Gordon? Based on what you saw from them last week, that's now changed maybe because mm. they're 2-0 they're up. I think like uh, most managers and coaches and teams would do, Gordon, they'll come there, they'll cliche the first 20 minutes, they'll try and settle in, they'll play very deep, they'll get people behind the ball and then they'll try and hit Rangers in a counter-attack because they have got players that can hurt Rangers, as we noticed last week. Uh, they've got decent ability. So that's why I'm saying patience is a, a massive key for Rangers tonight. But this team wants to lose the ball They'll try and make sure Rangers don't get that flow, the passing, the movement, you know, getting the, the, the space that they want to get their good players on the ball and create chances. Um, so I think they'll be very hard to break down, but that's why I keep going back to this word patience. I think Rangers need to do that, try and get Kent on the ball as much as he can and create problems down the left-hand side. And already Ryan Kent's tried to get to the byline, step over, looks to get the cross in, blocked for a corner. So even it's just a, yeah. a sign of Rangers' intent, Mark. Well, that's twice in four minutes. Kent's been given the ball very early and he's squared the full back up and he's, you know, a wee step over there to go past him. And you can see the defenders, you know, he's a different proposition for them. He just backs off and Rangers get a corner. But just a moment before, you've seen USG. Yeah. Three passes and the split Rangers opened and the, the final pass was just a wee bit too heavy. So need to be wary on the counter attack. Uh, Tom Lawrence's corner was headed over by Malik Tillman a moment or two ago. So Rangers are certainly starting on the front foot. No major incidents to tell you about just yet. But even in the, the setup, Gordon, you can see it's quite uh, adventurous. It's quite aggressive from Rangers. You know, in many ways. Yeah, they want James Tavernier yeah. and Ryan Kent are sort of playing out wide, leaving Barisic and Sands and Goldson um, that little bit deeper. Um, they, they want to create the, the pace of the game, Gordon. They want to dictate the pace of the game against this team. They know how important it is. Uh, looking at their set plays, it looks like they go zonal marking uh, at, at corner kicks, which Rangers have got to look at that and maybe try and expose that. I think sometimes that's a dangerous game to play, but. Look, they've just got to make sure that they dictate the pace of the game, go on the ball. I think the two centre-backs will play a big role tonight because they'll be left the ball. They need to come forward and start creating, get the width of the pitch as well because you need to try and get some space. That The um, union will be very compact and make it very difficult for them. So it's a, it'll be a very tactical game, but I think Rangers, if they grow into the game, they'll create chances. And if they can put the first one away, it gives such a lift, and I think it gets them on the front foot to go and win it. I mean, snap judgment time after six minutes or so, Mark, but it, it doesn't look too different from your sort of run-of-the-mill Premiership game that we, that we would see at Ibrox yeah. in terms of the amount of ball that Rangers have. Pretty much. And it doesn't look like USG are, are making it particularly difficult for Rangers to play through. There's a lot of gaps, you know, and a lot of space for Rangers. You've got to say, when it gets to the 18-yard box, it, they tighten up a bit. So, you know, I think Giovanni Van Bronckers will be happy with the start. You can see the Rangers crowd there look pretty pleased with the start, but it's about that final pass. A couple of times it's been poor 
But this is the pressure Rangers need to put on USG at the start of this game and back them into their box to try and create a chance that you know Cholak or whoever else in that box can put away yeah Tillman's ball again was very dangerous mm. it caused USG to sort of scramble back clear it away for a corner I think Rangers have had three, three corners, corners already inside the first six minutes or so positive for the home side uh, what that does is it keeps the fans on your side going it keeps that atmosphere keeps that energy up and um, they're looking you know mix up a little bit short corner this time try just move one or two defenders in the middle of the box uh, yeah, in the end, John Lundstrom gets his header all wrong, goes over, but Gordon Wright, the first two, were whipped in by Tom Lawrence, second one, sorry, third one played short, and uh, delivered by Borna Barisic in the end. There's a big goal, PSV Eindhoven 1, Monaco 0, Joey Veerman on 21 minutes, so it yeah. could be Eindhoven for you. Yeah, it uh, looks like the, the wardrobe will be getting changed tonight when I get Casino will need to wait. Yeah. But uh, I'm more interested. Rangers need to get there first, Gordon. That is true. That's that's a big point at Ibrox. They've got to get there first. But they've got off to a good start. They've been positive. Three corner kicks, playing most of the game in the opposition's half. So, so far it's so good, but they just need to be careful. Lovely footwork from Ryan Kent. That's exactly why he's in the yeah. team, Mark. Well, he stops the ball on the touchline. Doesn't even touch it, but just runs over it and the defender just falls for it and he's away as quick as you can. But that's on these European nights, we watched it over the last season. Kent was such a big performer. Yeah. You know, just give him the ball and he caused all sorts of trouble. Free kick to Rangers in a dangerous position. Let's just check a few things on Twitter. We've got... David Haldane says, Gordon, you're worldwide. I'm currently listening to the phone in Wellston Holiday in Mexico. Loving oh. the show as always. So what's Mexico? A few how many I've hours behind? Mexico. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Oh lovely. Yeah. yeah. A few hours behind, so he's sitting back in the afternoon sun, <sighs> a pina colada. Tequila. Listen to us. It's a tequila. I mean there's, course, there's jet skis the there, afternoon. there's paragliding, there's no, the swimming no, pool. You two are more entertaining. <laughs> yeah. oh, man. Sombrero, right. tequila, you've got a Marco couple, and Dazlo. You've got more on this <laughs> on this teaser. Since <laughs> twenty sixteen, Rangers and Celtic have signed seven players over the age of thirty five. Can you name them? You've got Alan McGregor, Bruno Alves and Clint Hill from Rangers. You've got Colo Turi and Doris De Vries from Celtic. And this was sent in by Chris in Guangzhou, China. To fulltime at Clyde1.com. So if you want to hear a question, and please do, look, we need loads of these throughout the season. So get thinking and send it to fulltime at Clyde1.com. Go. Two more. Nico Cranshaw. No. Chris Dumbarton sent that in as well. No. Cole. Who? Cole. Carlton Cole. Oh, no. Mark. Joey Barton? No. Ah, they were the three. Ah, we're struggling now. Uh, clue, one for Rangers, one for Celtic? Both Rangers, one, you'll definitely kick yourself. One's a bit harder, but come on. Golden oldies from the last couple of seasons? Kenny Miller? No, more recently, come on. More recently? <laughs> Goldie oldie. What a career this guy's had. That's that you would love a goal scoring return like this guy. Oh, Jermaine Defoe. Oh, Jermaine Defoe. Oh, Defoe. Terrible. That's that terrible is, that from is. you too. A bit harder. This guy was the oldest of the lot. He was 38 when he signed for Rangers in 2018. Barely played. That's why you can't remember him. Position. Centre back. Um, lots of international caps. We got Alves. Um, no. No. Nah. Initials, please. G. M. I still don't know who that is. Graham Murray 
GM Graham <sighs> Giorgio Gareth McCauley Oh, oh no, 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 Thank you, Mark Wilson, Gordon DL, still goalless at Ibrox. Whatever happens, tomorrow promises to be a big night. Marvin Bartley and Jim Duffy are here. Make sure you join us, and Callum Gallagher's up next.